Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. The wedding day is finally here. The butterflies held off long enough to get a good night's rest. You got brunch, hair and makeup, around the golf, and many things like that that are on your schedule before you start taking pictures and getting into the wedding ceremony. But then all of a sudden, you get a push notification from your weather app, which leads to another thing being added to that list, which is preparing for the possibility of rain. All right, so we are in the Midwest, both of us, which means that during the summer, you're going to have rain that happens from time to time, and it may or may not give you any kind of real notice that it's going to do that. So as you're planning all the different weddings that you're working with, Tara, what has been your experience with with rain and how you prepare for it? Rain, it is uh, definitely... (laughs) I joke around with my clients usually on rehearsal night that I'm going to do my no rain dance uh, when I get home and hope that there's no rain on their wedding day. Because although they say that it is good luck, you know, I I read somewhere just recently I had a rainy wedding. And so I was sending her text messages to try to calm her nerves. And I, I read something, you know, when it rains on a knot, typically that knot gets stronger and is, is, not as easily broken and so that is why when you tie the knot on the wet on a rainy day that is what brings you good luck because supposedly your your marriage will be stronger um, and prevail so definitely the rain is one of those stressors that you know it no matter how much you prepare how much you watch the weather it's never something that a bride wants to hear, you know, no matter how good luck it is or how pretty the rainbow after the rain may be, they, they typically don't want it because they know that that comes with some extra stressors. And so we talk about rain backup plans a lot when we go through the planning process with the clients. So it sounds to me like a big portion of planning for rain is uh, as much on the mental side as what you actually prepare for. It is. I mean, weather is so unpredictable. As you mentioned, we're in the Midwest. It can be, you know, sunny one minute and then a a storm comes through 30 minutes later and then sun again. Um, So it definitely can happen. And it, you know, it used to be, you know, April was the, the iffy month of, you know, is it going to rain or not? And I have now, it just in the last month went through three different um, scenarios where rain was involved. Um, And each one, we did things slightly different. Um, And, you know, I wouldn't, I typically tell the clients that it comes down to really what your personal preference is. And, you know, do you really want an outdoor wedding? Great. We'll try to find a window where we can be outside. We might hope your guests bring umbrellas. We might hope that it's a light sprinkle and they don't care to get wet. Um, Or is it, the marriage is really, I don't care where I get married. I just want to be married. And so we do make an audible day of and move everything to inside. Or maybe you're one of those that just freaks out on Wednesday and you're like, nope, there's, there's a 20% chance that's enough for me. We're moving everything inside to be safe. And so you don't have to worry about those last minute plans, whichever client you are. Again, we're going to come up with a game plan for either of those scenarios. 
Okay. So would you say it's a best practice to, regardless of what the weather's looking like, regardless of what your, your personality is to have a second location that's inside in, in case from the get-go. And I'm talking like you have your venue booked and you've got your outdoor space set and everything. Is it a good idea to have what that backup plan is looking like that you're hoping not to use regardless? Yes, I would say so. Um, I know that we have so just strictly on backup plans and we did know briefly touch on this topic and yes I mean I think that if your your reception is slated to be inside no matter what that you talk to that venue and you come up with a game plan that okay if we make a call last minute this is the tables we're going to have to move to in order to have an altar this you know are is everybody going to sit at their round tables or is that you know are we going to create an aisle with some theater seating at this location and so making sure that you know kind of what that setup looks like typically your venue is going to have restrictions as far as what time they need to know what your decision is so that they have staff available to flip a room, to move things around for you. Um, and so you really got to communicate that ahead of time. And then when it comes down to flipping of a room, like it's it's one thing if you have to, you know, flip things in the beginning just to get it set. But then once the ceremony's over, again, are you at a venue that's going to come with staff that will help you flip that? Or if not, make sure you have a plan that you're recruiting people to help you move those tables or chairs. And typically that can't be your wedding party because they're usually, you know, heading off to take pictures. And so definitely not only having space, but also having people in place to create those backup plans and those movements of tables and chairs. Okay, so the two things that I'm picking out of there are be comfortable and aware of what the backup plan is and also be aware of what your part is gonna have to be in that. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. I mean, hands down, I'd say hire a wedding planner <laughs> to handle the logistics when it comes to these types of backup plans and uh, playing those audibles on the day because they can orchestrate it while you just focus again on getting married and getting pictures taken and not wondering, okay, did everything get flipped? Um, it also comes down to like, where are your guests going to hang out while we make that flip? If it's rainy, they can't go outside. Um, so is there a spot in your venue where you can kind of huddle everybody around? Um, for example, I had an outdoor wedding this past weekend, um, and luckily at a museum, and so we had ceremony outside, and, you know, rain actually was a factor during our rehearsal, but not our wedding day, but we had to move chairs from ceremony to reception, and people can't just be around the tables waiting for a chair, so they, you know, we instructed them to go through the museum while we moved the chairs. Same thing happens typically on a wedding day, there's a, or a rainy day, there's typically a lot of movement of things, and you got to make sure that the space is clear of people in order to move those things. And so really thinking through that logistic. Yep, makes a ton of sense. Um, how often do venues have protocol if they're going to be doing part of this move? What does the protocol typically look like uh, for for the movement? Do you normally have to have couple days before? Do you have to have day of certain time cutoffs? What does that normally look like? Yeah, I would say if you want the venue to be involved in the, the setup, typically they're going to ask for at least a day's, you know, 24 hour notice if you're going to be either moving things inside, outside. Um, in most cases, a lot of the venues will allow you to make that call the day of. Um, some require a noon um, cut off time. And if you make the call by noon, then again, they're going to be there to help you flip the room into whatever, you know, scenario you need to be. 
there are often times that the client wants to make that decision a lot closer to, you know, their five o'clock ceremony time, because again, Kansas weather for me is pretty unpredictable. Um, and so the venue may say, yeah, absolutely. You can move your, you know, ceremony inside, but you have to move the chairs and the tables. And so it's, again, you know, while you're in your dresses and your suits and tuxes, do you want to move tables? Do you have other family available to move those tables? Did you hire a wedding planner to help make that um, decision? But I would say in most cases, they're going to allow you to make a change the day of, um, but obviously would prefer enough notice. I get clients all the time that try to make the decision on Monday, the week of their wedding. That's for us, it's way too soon to know the weather. I typically don't start watching the weather for the weekend until Wednesday, Thursday, and have a better idea of what it's going to look like. And then I'm very much like, unless it's over 40% chance of rain, I'm typically crossing my fingers and holding off until the day to make any call. If we're looking, you know, Friday, Thursday, Friday, 75 to 90% chance of rain, I'm usually trying to instruct my clients to have a real conversation of there's a heavy chance that you're going to need to move inside. And the, the other thing I would caution them on is not only is the rain during your ceremony a factor, but let's say that it rains at 10 a.m. the morning of your wedding and it's not going to rain at four o'clock during your ceremony, but because it downpoured at 10 a.m. now, your ceremony location is a muddy mess or your maybe you put up decor too early and now it's you know ruined and so think about what you're doing and where your ceremony is going to be and how rain whether it's actually happening during or happened before how that's going to impact your space yeah and i'm uh, i'm a big believer i mentioned mental preparation before um making sure that you know what the rules for the venue or if it's your <clears throat> space that you're decorating yourself are um, is a really important thing. So that way, you know, when you need to start thinking of things and a lot of times um, I, I believe that venues will put a 24 hour notice on it. Just so you have that whole day to just mentally get right in your head that you wanted the outdoor ceremony and now you're going to be indoors. And so mm -hmm. just focus on being, ready to be present for your actual wedding day and, and be happy with, with everything. And, you know, knowing again, that the, the nuptials and, and actually being married is the, the most important part of a wedding day. So big, Absolutely. big believer and, and thinking about this and putting purposeful thought into what is the alternative and, you know, knowing what your, your breaking point is to determine the alternative. So anything else that you would add about knowing when to make the call? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would add, and that's me being somebody who, you know, also does decor for the day, would be, you know, thinking through, you know, obviously where everybody's going to stand and, you know, what chairs and tables are going to need to be moved. Like, think about your decor. Did you, do you have an arbor that can freestand inside as well as, you know, outside? And so then you can just move it. And so there's a lot of things that you can do to transform an indoor space to look more like outside. And so having, you know, if you're going to, again, make that call ahead of time, have that conversation with whoever's doing your decor or start looking up some Pinterest ideas last minute and see if you can get some additional decor so that you can make your space feel more like, you know, an intimate ceremony space that you were hoping for so that you kind of, you get that feel, even though you're not outside. And hopefully that, you know, kind of helps that uh, emotion that you're going to have, you know, the, the typical letdown of not having the true ceremony site that you wanted. Um, there's definitely things that you can do to make it look nice. 
And then my, my last bit of advice would be to definitely, you know, have umbrellas on hand. Um, I have a couple venues that, you know, they're, they have ceremony, outdoor ceremony spaces. So they're used to those last minute weather changes. And so they provide some clear, very nice, you know, what I would call wedding umbrellas so that it does look nice for pictures. Um, those do sometimes turn out to be some of the most, um, you know, fun pictures I've seen and romantic as you stand, you know, under your umbrella kissing in the rain. And so you kind of have those fun little props on hand. And the big thing, like we talked about being mentally prepared, like go with the flow and know that in the end, it's all going to work out. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just live in the moment and be present. And, you know, if you got a little bit of sprinkling uh, pictures under an umbrella can be really cool. Let, let's talk about one other thing. So you yourself as a wedding planner or you yourself as a bride, um, you have your thoughts on, on making it happen and trying to find that window and um, things of that nature to, fit that outdoor ceremony in if there's uh, going to be a lull in the rain and you've got all the different things to take care of like drying chairs off so let's let's talk about how you interact with other vendors and other vendors that you need to be thinking of and getting aligned with and so the the ones that I think of immediately are the people that are going to be running the sound which is most likely a DJ you mentioned the people doing decor and if there's any kind of tables and chairs, there could be an event rental company in place. What does that interaction normally look like with them? And how, uh, how difficult is it to get alignment when you're trying to make the decision of what you're going to do? And I mean, one of the first things I think of is uh, flowers getting ruined or electrical equipment getting rained on. How do you normally work through that? <laughs> Yeah, so um, I definitely want to share a couple of stories as I get into that. But before I do that, there, the big thing is, yes, communicating with those and knowing, okay, there is a chance of rain. Maybe we get a little 10 by 10 pop-up tent where your DJ could be under in case the, the rain starts right in the middle of your ceremony. And at that point, you're probably not moving. You're just rolling with it, um, which has happened for us. Um, or maybe you, again, have a really large umbrella that the, you know, DJ can, you know, utilize. Um, that same thing would come into account for your photographer and videographer. Um, we have definitely shot weddings that um, rain happens in the middle of it. And then when you're looking at the video, there's unfortunately, you know, rain spots on the lens. And so I, even as a wedding planner, literally just three weeks ago, held the umbrella over the head of the videographers and the photographers and got soaked myself, but their equipment was nice. Their pictures turned out fabulous. Their video turned out fabulous because I was protecting their equipment from the rain. And my assistant actually held an umbrella over the DJ's equipment. And so definitely thinking through that. Um, sometimes with the flowers, um, I definitely instruct them if there's a chance of rain or even when it's super hot outside, I instruct the florist to leave the flowers inside. And I personally, as the wedding planner, will put them up on the arbor um, or along the aisle, you know, maybe an hour before the ceremony so that there's not that chance, hopefully. Um, you had mentioned wiping down chairs. I definitely would kind of go into a story on this one. We had a wedding um, just recently. We had two weddings that rain was involved, but um, going back even to a year ago, we had a wedding and the radar looked fine. It was going to hit us after the ceremony. And then lo and behold, so all the guests are already down at the ceremony and lo and behold, 10 minutes before the ceremony, it starts pouring. And so all the guests run up to the, to the barn and get inside for a while. The bride's hidden away in, in a retreat house. And so 
they, you know, she is adamant. I'm having an outdoor wedding. The radar looks like this is going to be a quick moving storm. It's going to pass. Like I really want an outdoor wedding. And, and it did like 20 minutes later, the storm passed us. And so I gathered anybody who was willing to grab a towel and go down to the ceremony location and dry off all the chairs. Once we were done with that, it, a rainbow literally popped up right over her venue, have super cool picture of it. Um, and I instructed all the guests to head back to the ceremony and her ceremony is supposed to be at five, but because of that, it happened at 5.30. Everybody was fine about it, had no big deal. We got everything, you know, dried off. Uh, my second story would be just recently that same wedding that I was holding umbrellas for. It, again, didn't look like on radar that it was going to hit us for almost an hour, but instead it hit us right as she was walking down the aisle and not just rain, like thunder, lightning, everything. Um, but she was like, no, like we're already down here. Most of the guests, you know, were like, fine, we'll get wet. It's fine. And she did. She pretty much had a light sprinkle her entire ceremony until ironically, God decided to just let everything open up. And uh, right before they did the ring exchange and kiss and all that, it was sunny again and no one needed an umbrella anymore. And so it all worked out perfect. Yeah, I definitely have a handful of stories like that as well, where you're um, sitting there with equipment right inside the back door so you can get sound going and it's just, Hey, I need five minutes. So um, if you guys are cool, cutting half an hour out of your cocktail hour or starting it right now while everybody's standing in here, here waiting to do the wedding <laughs> ceremony, um, then we can, we can definitely make that happen. And so uh, a lot of it is, um, you know, from my perspective, just getting an idea of what the, the couple's thought process is and, you know, just if everybody has a little bit of flexibility and uh, is, is willing to be, comfortable being, you know, flexible and a little uncomfortable, then you can usually make stuff work. Yeah. I mean, and again, we, you know, we talked about how important music is and stuff like that. If it ends up that, you know, equipment can't be out in the rain and you're rolling with it, you know, you don't need music to get married. You can, you know, and you don't need a microphone, you can definitely speak your vows and your officiant can do his thing. Um, and again, just being able to go with the flow and, you know, not get too bent out of shape of it's not going as perfectly as planned. Um, both of those weddings that had rain and we had to play some last minute audibles, multiple guests came up to me saying, this was the most epic wedding we've been to. I will definitely remember this one. You know, so those are, those are stories that your guests are going to tell and you have a story to tell about your own wedding day. And so really just kind of just roll with it and have a great time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I mean, generally speaking as a DJ, I'm, I'm usually pretty flexible and I can make stuff happen quickly. Um, the uh, like string quartets aren't necessarily that way because uh, moisture can ruin a violin or a cello. Um, so maybe if you're doing an outdoor ceremony, that's another thing to think of is, is what music you are looking at and just knowing that you have somebody that's um, willing and actually able to be flexible. Yeah, I would definitely touch on that string quartet. Almost every string quartet I work with, it definitely has um, a, a thing in their contract where they require a tent. And that's typically to do with heat as well as to do with that rain. And so, yeah, definitely having that that plan in place and communicating with your vendors. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, heat, moisture, definitely not uh, friends of <laughs> wood-made uh, instruments for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else to think about or consider when you're talking about the wedding ceremony that's outdoor and how to prepare for rain? 
No, I, I would say just again, you know, have a backup plan, know what your logistics are, not only, you know, if rain happens during the ceremony, but again, think about the logistics of parking and where everybody, you know, will be. I had a wedding that was a tent wedding for both, you know, ceremony was supposed to be outside, which actually ceremony happened without rain. And then reception was under a tent. And so that was where the problem was, was when the rain hit during the reception, they had to, and I think we may have talked about this in that episode during the backup plans, but the, the caterers had to walk from one tent to a different tent with the food. Um, and actually one of the caterers tripped and fell and broke her ankle um, because it was so muddy. Um, and so that was a whole nother, you know, mess we had to deal with at that point, but also, you know, your guests coming in and out and now you have mud on your dance floor. Um, and so really kind of, again, even when it has to do with reception or getting from point A to point B, um, keep all of those things in mind. Yeah, absolute worst thing you can do in my mind is to not think about it and not, not consider it just because you, you don't want to think about the idea of having to deviate from your plans. I mean, think about it up front and it, it saves a lot of heartache and heartburn, you know, the day of if you're having to come up with protocol. Absolutely. Cool. And hire a wedding planner. They'll think through all of this for you. Hire a wedding planner. <laughs> they'll handle all this. All right. Um, okay. I, I think that's all for us. So that's, uh, that's our tips for preparing for a raining wedding day. And until next time, take care. Cheers. Happy wedding planning. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!